and uh, what I want to look at this morning is let's look at let's look at the power the power of blessing here. So um, let's start in Galatians um, Galatians chapter three here, and oh uh, 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 let's see. Uh, let's start here at verse 8. The scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith, preach before the gospel. Remember the word gospel means good news. It's never bad news, okay? It's only bad news if people don't know Jesus. I mean, that's the only bad part about that. But it's good news for everybody in it. But anyway, the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith, preach the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations, look at the words here, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Everybody say this. Say, I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. Okay, now we got to know what being blessed, uh, what he's talking about here. Let me shut the door here. Um, it doesn't just mean, you know, well, you know, they're just blessed and bless their little heart or whatever. No, there's more to it than that. Praise God. Let's go to, um, let's go to, Hey, brother, come on in. Let's go to Ephesians uh, chapter 1 next, and let's take a look at something here. In Ephesians chapter 1, uh, look here at verse 3. After he you know, says, Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Notice he didn't say a few of them. He said, because of Christ Jesus, he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Wow. I mean, if there ever was a blessing, guess what? You got it. Well, I want us to go back one more time, because sometimes we, uh, we hear things and uh, we didn't get them. Galatians chapter, um, uh, chapter 3 again, and look at this. Uh, let's see. So then they which are be of faith, look at this, are blessed with faithful Abraham. Okay, Ephesians said I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing. It says here that I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. Let me go look at some things that happened to Mr. Abraham. Okay, let's go back to, he would be over here in the book of Genesis. And I'll start here at verse 12, I mean chapter 12. Um, and God said to um, Abraham, Get out of thy country and from thy kindred, from thy father's house, and I'll to a land that I'll show you. Now remember, you got to remember, you're blessed with faithful Abraham. I don't care what you're, you're I mean, if, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, I have decided to follow Jesus, this is yours. Because you're blessed with faithful Abraham. Now watch this. I will make of thee a great nation, and I'll bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Well, of course, that's Abraham. That's really not me. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. We just found out every blessing never was in Ephesians 1, verse 3, belongs to you. And then he already said, you're blessed with faithful Abraham. Look at verse 3. I will bless them that bless you, those people that are kind to you, and I'll curse those that cursed you. And in these shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, I mean, where are we going to get it that it gets down to us? Notice this. In thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Are, are, are we on Mars this morning? No. We're on earth. We're blessed with faithful Abraham. Oh, Now, what are some things we saw here? Well, he said he'd make it a great nation of thee. 
Well, what if all my kids, they're all going to die in car wrecks or whatever? Well, I can't be. He's going to make a great nation of you. Yeah, but that was Abraham. <laughs> you know, wait a minute. We've already put God in the box and said he can't. Don't do this to yourself. <clears throat> he wants to make your life blessed. He wants to enlarge you completely. I mean, <clears throat> I bless thee, make thy name great. And if anybody is messing with you, he promises, I'm going to mess with them. He said, I'll bless them that bless you. And I'll curse you to curse you. In other words, everybody does something kind to Dustin. Guess what? They go, you know, last week I did something kind to Dustin. Man, it seems like my world went all right. So they're going to do it again, you know. Every time I do something nice for Melody or for any of these little ones here, seems like, man, my world just gets better. And God's going to make sure people are aware of this, and that's what's going to happen to you. That's what he promised. Now, I want to show you something else here. And these are easy to find. Let's go to the 15th chapter. You can read about Abraham in about, he only covers about seven or eight chapters of his life. He actually lived to be about 150, 150 years, just like the same years as we have. God blessed him, promised him. Matter of fact, in this, I'll, just, I'll show it to you here in this, in this chapter right here. Uh, let me close this down. Okay. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. Now, now listen, if it's a good thing, guess what? It's a blessing, and guess what? You're blessed with faithful Abraham. So what does he say? He says, uh, the Lord God came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. Why? I am thy shield. Oh, wait, that's me. And my shield. That's right. Psalm, uh, Psalm 18, David goes on a big, long list of all the things God is. I will love thee. Not because I'm supposed to love you. We already got that part. I love the Lord. But David went right to it. I will love thee because thou art my rock, my fortress, my God, my deliverer, my shield. Big long list. Okay. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. Or he might as well say Richard or Dustin or Fred or Phil or Bob. I am thy shield. Whoops. Got to fix that. Fix an update, aren't we? Glad I know what's going on. Don't restart. Restart later. Okay. I am thy shield. Now look at this. And thy exceeding great reward. Let's just say this. Say, Lord, I know you're my shield and my exceeding great reward. Now, just for a moment, I'll quote this for you. Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 6 says, He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Now, I want to skip a little bit because I've already covered uh, verse 2 and 3 and 4 so many times, but nonetheless, I'll wrap that up in just a moment. Abraham, when he heard these words, said, okay, I know you're my shield, but guess what? I don't have any kids because my wife has a little bit of problem in that area. She cannot get pregnant. And God says, well, is there anything too hard for me? Yeah, I mean, he took Abraham out, showed him all the stars, and said, that's how many kids you're going to have from Sarah. Your descendants are going to be that big. Wow. And the Bible says that Abraham did what? This is our responsibility. He believed God. You've got to step out and say, you know, I believe that. I believe that for me. Now, but I want to skip a little further here. I'll use this Bible up here so I don't spend too much time uh, uh, trying to find where that was. Okay, 15, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, all right. Oh. Verse 15. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 
verse 15. Let me go down here to verse 15. Chapter 15 and verse 15. Let's go down here. Ah, uh, look at this right now. Remember, I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. Look down at verse 15. This affects us. Because we worry about tomorrow. What's going to happen? What's going to happen today? And thou shalt go to thy fathers. That means you're going to die, okay? But in the Bible, you're just going to shed this, this body, okay? When you die, you don't just die. Some people say, well, you're dead, you're dead. It's over with. You're just going to leave this place. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll leave this place and go be with him. We don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's a different story. But anyway, and thou shalt go to thy fathers. Look at this, in peace. That means like the last day you draw your last breath, you'll be like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. Look at this. Thou shalt. Now this is Abraham. No, we already found that. It's yours. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. Wow. Richard, do you really think these things are ours? Galatians. He says you're blessed with faithful Abraham. Abraham's blessings belong to you? Yeah. Let's go back to, uh, oh, to uh, 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 Galatians again. And look at something else. Okay. Remember he said, I'll bless those that bless you and I'll curse those that curse you. Uh, look here at verse, uh, let's start at verse 13. I'll pass it. Okay. He says here that um, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. Seems like a ransom. You've seen TV shows, they got a ransom, you know, you bring me that money and I'll let the daughter go, whatever. Jesus was all the money that was put up for us. He was made a curse for us. For, so, so why do I want to say that my day, you know, I mean, I lost my keys, and so just, I'm not blessed with Abraham. I, there's, God's trying to teach me something. You should find your keys. There's so many stories in the Bible. There's a story about the kingdom of God. A woman lost something, and she swept her whole house, and she found it. And God said, that's like the kingdom of God. Besides that, he said, seek, and you'll find Ask, and it shall be given you. I mean, we always lose stuff occasionally. What do I do with that key? Oh no. Well pray. You'll have you'll you'll see God's angels working for you left and right. The scripture is so accurate it says we have not because we ask not. I keep forgetting to get gas. This is messing up my whole day. Why don't you make that a moment of prayer? I'm gonna pray about that. Let God secretly be the one that takes notes for you. Lord would you remind me? I know I tell Melody and Joy sometimes, call me in the morning, send me a text message, whatever. Well, some things are not their responsibility. And I'm like, man, I forgot. I forgot. Ask the Lord to help you. He will. Whatever it is you have need of. I mean, he said I'm your exceeding great reward. Notice this. He's redeemed us from the curse, being made a curse for us, for it's written, curses everyone that hangs on a tree. Look at this. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Remember, I'm not a Jew. This here says that that blessing comes on me, and I don't have to live in the Holy Land. I don't have to have the skin color. 
of a Jew. I don't have to have a Jewish back uh, uh, name. Mm -mm. Notice that I might receive the promise of the Spirit. The promise of the Spirit are all of those things. Uh, let me go ahead and go back to look at this. So Richard, I don't know how you know all these scriptures. Well, I tell you the reason I know them because I didn't believe them for the longest. I thought this is, <laughs> this is this is too good to be true. And I kept going back to it, and I would think, you know what? The same Bible says John 3.16, and I believe John 3.16. So I can't take verse 29 here and say, well, it don't really mean that. What does it say? If ye be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? I'm really one of Abraham's kids? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I took Jesus as my Savior, I became one of Abraham's seed. Wow. So what were they doing? Yep. You became Abraham's seed. You, you got blessed with Abraham. Uh, let me show you in another spot here. Let's go to uh, a little story over here in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 13. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there was a woman that had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Now, what her problem was, she had back trouble. I'm telling you, if you don't get a hold of the Word of God, you're going to think your back trouble is permanent too. You're going to think that pain will never go away. And you need to remind yourself that you are connected to the God of the whole everything. He's Almighty God, and He's on your side. He'll help you. Anyway, notice this. When Jesus saw her, notice it didn't say, well, when Jesus thought she was worthy enough. No, when he saw her. You think he sees you? Mm -hmm. He called her to him, and he said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. I don't think so. Yeah, it was. She was loose. It is already given to her. She just didn't know about it at the time. I mean, he didn't say, you know what? We're thinking about this. He said, you're loose. God has already blessed you and I. We're the ones that got to make our mind up. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was straightened up, and she glorified God. Well, I just wish we had Jesus today, whatever. Jesus has already told us in Mark chapter 16 that any believer can lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. Let's see what happened next. There's something interesting here. Anyway, the ruler of the synagogue, let's just say the pastor there, got mad at Jesus for healing that person. And he said, well, you know, how come he healed on the Sabbath day? He should have done it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. See how stupid that was? This guy was just jealous. But I want, to see you, I want you to see what the response was here. Look down here. He says, the Lord said, you hypocrite. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath, in other words, each one of you preachers, on the Sabbath, you take your ox or your ass from the stall and you lead him away to watering. Now, this is so good here because we believe sometimes God doesn't want us to be blessed. And God says, you will go take your ox or your ass and go give him water, but you won't heal somebody. But we sometimes are thinking, oh, God, please, would you take me and give me a drink? Please, would you heal me? Whatever. Jesus has made it so plain here. He wants every one of us well. And quit answering back by saying, well, how come they're not all well? Are you kidding me? Jesus walked to a fellow in the book of John, chapter 4, and he said, Wilt thou be made whole? 
Jesus asked him if he'd be made whole. The guy didn't ask and say, will you heal me? No. Jesus said, well, you ever going to get any better? And the guy started saying, well, you know, I never know, and whatever. And Jesus looked at him and he said, stand upright. Boy, and the guy got up. It's up to us to reach out to Jesus. Now, notice this phrase right here. I love this. And ought not this woman being a what? A daughter of Abraham. Wait a minute. Galatians said, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Oh, I'm an heir right now. I'm one of Abraham's kids. You mean if sickness comes knocking on my door, I got some help? Yes, you have some help. You've got some wonderful help. I got help her up here. Um, I want to go to the book of Numbers next. Oh, let me locate this. And now, oh. Use my Bible. You can tell. <clears throat> oh, seems to know my way around here. Let's see. Oh, uh, numbers. Here we go. Okay. Uh, numbers. Uh, let's see. Okay. Okay, Numbers chapter, let me go over here. Numbers chapter, um, we'll go to 23. Numbers 23, be right there. Numbers chapter 23. And let's look over here at, uh, oh, there was a guy by the name of Balak in the, uh, I mean, excuse me, Balaam, and uh, he was not really uh, a good guy. He was, he was, Sort of a prophet, but he uh, he got over into the money side of situation. If you pay me enough money, I'll do certain things. And anyway, there was a king of another nation. His name was Balak, and he said, "Hey, Balak, here comes the Israelites. I want you to curse them, boy. Get out there, because I know if you curse them, they'll be cursed." And so Balaam was going to do it. This was the story about the talking donkey. Remember that? An angel of the Lord stood there in front of that donkey with his sword drawn. Remember, God said, "I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you." This is a great picture of how you're protected. I mean, God gets involved. You don't have to do anything but just say, I'm a child of God. I belong to God. He's taking care of me. He's my shield, okay? But anyway, I want you to see something right here. Uh, get down here to verse, uh, let's see, uh, 20. Verse 20. He says here, Behold, I have received commandment to bless. And he hath blessed. He's talking about God. Hey, we're, we're blessed. And I cannot reverse it. In other words, somebody's going to come out there and really put some sneaky thing on you. Well, we already found out that uh, whom Satan hath bound. I mean, the devil's the one who's trying to ruin your life. And the Bible says, even the devil can't reverse it. Well, where's the problem lie? Our own unbelief. But the important thing we want to see this morning is that I'm blessed, praise God. I'm blessed. Yeah. And this, this can't even be reversed. Uh, look at verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. He hath said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? In other words, God said it, it'll be so. And that's the reason he says in the next verse, 
God has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Let's go to uh, the book of Acts here next. Okay, get down here to it. Book of Acts. All right, very last verse here, chapter 3. All right, Acts chapter 3. Let's see. Oh. Very last verse, look at that. Unto you first, God, having raised up his son, Jesus, look at that, sent him to do what? To bless you. He sent him to bless you. Jesus has been on a mission to bless us. I wonder what that blessing actually, what, what else is involved there? Well, let's go, to, uh, let's go to the book of Psalms here just a moment. The book of Psalms just lays out a lot of them here for us. Psalm 3, very last verse here in this thing. Uh, he says, Salvation belongs to the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Now, if you back up and say, wonder what he's talking about here. Well, he was talking about it being in some real big trouble. He said, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me. Well, now wait a minute. Suppose God doesn't want to save you. Well, we don't think about God doesn't want to save us. No, we don't think that way. Oh, my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies on the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Or you can go to bed at night thinking my enemies are going to get stronger and stronger. They're eventually going to get me. Now, how can you be more than a conqueror if your enemy you always think is better than you? That's not the way it says in the Bible. So he says, salvation belongs to the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Everybody say, the Lord's blessing is upon me. Yeah, God's blessings on you. Oh, I just don't like missing Psalm 3 without looking at Psalm 4 just a second here. Oh, he says in Psalm 4, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Uh, let me switch over here to, uh, let's go to the Living Bible here just a moment. Uh, o God, you have declared me perfect in your eyes. Oh, really? Well, yeah, he has. He's forgiven you your sins. You didn't jump through certain hoops and all of a sudden God, Oh, Richard, you're just, oh, you're great, Richard. Because guess what? I might not be so great tomorrow. And then guess what? I'll be thinking, we're going to shut down all these blessings because, Lord, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I didn't earn it today. You're never going to earn it. Oh, God, you've declared me perfect in your eyes. This is Psalm 4, verse 1 out of the Living Bible. You've always cared for me in my, uh, you mean to tell me God cares for me in my distress? Uh-huh. Now, here's where we get in trouble. Now, hear me as I call again. Some of us don't call. you got to open your mouth and say, God, help me. Help me. Now, there's a reason for that. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We're down here on somebody else's turf. The Bible says the whole world lies in darkness. The Bible talks about, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Your key to getting out of all the trouble you get involved in here in this world is prayer. See, one day God's kingdom is coming, but right now Jesus says it's within you. It's within you. You've got to look within and go, what do you mean it's within me? Oh, yeah, Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He said if I let him, he would rule in here. 
He would come in, he'd stop paying my bills. He'd help me out. He will. David knew this. Treating all this stuff was going great for him. Now hear me as I call, what? Again. God doesn't promise just three times. It's all the time. You're his child. Have mercy on me. Hear my prayer. The Lord God says, sons of men, uh, uh, forever turn, uh, no, will you forever turn my glory into shame by worshiping silly idols? When every claim that make of them is false. In other words, get this idol right here. It's only 1995. It's like everybody else in the nation. You can bow down to this idol, and this idol will heal you. No, it won't. That idol won't do anything, but God will. And God is mocking all these other things that are not Him. Because God describes in contrast that He will help you. All these other things, astrology and all these other things, they won't do any good. They won't help you. Anyway, let's move on down to verse 3. He says, uh, mark this, the Lord has set apart the redeemed for himself. Therefore, he will listen to me and answer when I call to him. Praise God. That's what you want to know. You want to know that God will help you in your midnight hour. Boy, it's good news. This is only Psalm 4. I can't remember what Psalm that was, but it was one of the first ones. Well, you read Psalm 3, it won't take you but 30 seconds, only 12 verses. Second one has about, I think, about 15 verses. That wasn't that one. You'll scan through it. The third one, you'll probably go, hey, I like Psalm 3. But this is Psalm 4, and you get it. He says, stand in awe in the Lord. Do not sin against him. Lie quietly upon your bed in silence. Meditate. Put your trust in the Lord and offer him pleasing sacrifices. Many say that God will never help us. Prove them wrong. Who, me? Yeah. The Lord will help you. Oh, Lord, by letting the light of your face shine upon us. Yes, the gladness you have given me is far greater than their joys at harvest time as they gaze at their bountiful, whoops, bountiful crops. I love this. I will lay down in, in, in peace and sleep. For though I am alone, you feel like you're alone sometimes? I've been alone before and been scared. Oh, Lord, you will keep me safe. That's just a bunch of stories for little kids. It's kind of, no, it's not. It's for us. It belongs to us. Let me see if I got time for, for uh, yeah, I got time for one more. Oh, uh, the power of blessing here. This stuff is ours. Uh, let's go to uh, where you go. I was there. First Chronicles, chapter four. Now, if you'll notice here on this one, this is so and so is the father of so and so, the father of so and so. Kind of boring here, but there's a reason for this. Yara, there, Ahazam, and Hepher, and Kimi, and whatever his name. These were the sons of Nera, the sons of Eli, were Jera, and so on. Whatever. This is like, what is all this about? But watch what happens here. All of a sudden, I like to say, oh, there, you know, all of us you know about guns here. There's a shotgun. It's called a 410. Usually, young, uh, young people, or even a girl, will use this. It's actually a sharpshooter's. Uh, Original shotgun for the sports for skeet shooting. But anyway, it is a small shotgun. It shoots very small, real long bullets, whatever. But anyway, it's a 410. Now, this I did in my mind, if I remember, because this psalm, I'm mean, excuse me, this verse here is First Chronicles chapter 4, and we're going to read verse 10. 410, watch it. I just said that, it's going to help you a little bit. Now, remember, this was uh, 
you know, just a list of so-and-so's daddy, so-and-so's son, so-and-so's daddy, so-and-so's son. All of a sudden, right in the middle of it, it says, uh, well, let's get verse 9. Verse 9, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. His mother called him Jabez because she buried him in sorrow. Jabez called on the God of Israel. Look at this. Saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed, and you would enlarge my coast, and that your hand would be with me, and that you'd keep me from evil, that it might not grieve me. Look at this. And God granted him that which he requested. And then he went into some great detail about his life. No, he didn't either. Went back to Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begat Jacob. What did this mean? I think what it means, it means that the God of Israel will bless you. If you'll take time and say, you know what? I want you to bless me. He'll do it. Uh, one of my translations says that you keep me from not just evil, it says pain. I like that. You keep me from pain? Wow. This is actually belongs to us? Yeah, this is ours. And Jabez called, look, I'm going to show you, look at verse, when you go back to 11, look at this. Shoot, look, the brother, shoot, now, be get, be get, whatever, I mean, what's all this? And one little snippet of a little piece that said, oh, that thou would bless me indeed. Yeah, and he will, praise the Lord. He sure will. Uh, one last place, uh, Psalm, uh, I mean, not Psalm, but uh, uh, Numbers. We'll go up here to Numbers. Uh, uh, I believe it's, let me get over to it. Oh, no, number six. I know where it is. Number six. And number six. Uh, yeah, look at this. And the Lord spake to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, On this wise shall you, huh? shall you bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. This was something they're supposed to say every day. What was it? You, you, you'll recognize one here. The Lord bless thee, look at this, and keep thee. Keep means protect. Praise God. We're all going to get safe on the way home. God's not ordaining us to die in a college. The Lord, I, I've used this before at uh, command ceremonies one time before out there. They wanted me to, uh, oh, you know, Bob, they wanted me to do the prayer at the end of the general, passing off the, the colonel, passing off the flag, whatever. And I'm there. Before they did that, they usher out after the national anthem. Richard, come do the bless. I mean, come do the prayer. So I come out there. And I purposed in my mind, at the end of my prayer, I was going to say this. And I did. After I said, Lord, bless these people. I mean, bless this, this change of command, ceremony, and families involved, whatever. And I said, thank you for our nation, whatever. And I said, the Lord, bless thee and keep thee. The Lord, make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Verse 26, the Lord, lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Praise God. All these things we looked at this morning, every one of these things belong to us. 